and welcome to Finale Rally, where we watch the series finale for a show that we've never seen and try to figure out what the heck is going on. I'm Garrett. I'm Ben. I'm Gabby. And we, collectively, are your Finale Rally Sallies, the uh, hosts in this journey. Today, we watched the season finale of a popular show on ABC, I think it was, called Desperate Housewives. Um, you hesitated on calling us Sallies. But we have coined Finale Rally Sally. That's true. And we should be proud of it. We are the only podcast featuring any sort of rally sallies. <laughs> any sort of sallies. Finale or otherwise. Yeah. Um, great. So let's dive right into, into the synopsis. Um, the show begins with sort of a flashback, I guess, into when one of the characters moves into the neighborhood. We don't know any of the characters' names. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be the running theme. Yep. We don't remember anyone's name. So the woman... Go ahead. There's a character named Gabby. That name I remember. Yes, there is a And woman. there was a scene where she was talking on the phone to someone named Ben. And I thought, hey... Oh, we're narcissists. It's like us. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think Ben was a character in the show. I think it was... Oh. Another television show without a Garrett. <laughs> You're so slighted. I know of three television shows that featured characters named Garrett. And two of those times that Garrett was in a wheelchair. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So there's uh, House of Cards, which had a President Garrett. Um, oh, he was yeah. Spoilers. Uh, he was not in a wheelchair, but okay. yes, it's a spoiler. That's okay. And then, right. uh, I don't think it's a spoiler if you just say what characters are not in wheelchairs. I Even hearing the name of a person on a show is a spoiler to me. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, you're going to hate the rest of these characters named Garrett then. Uh, on Superstore. Uh, the, oh, yeah. There's a character named Garrett in a wheelchair? Yes, Colton Dunn plays a, a character named Garrett. He's in a wheelchair. And then there was a Ghostbusters cartoon. Not like the one that you're thinking of, but another one. I'm that, thinking of the movie Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, there was a cartoon show based off of that movie. But then there was another cartoon show, basically like The Next Generation. And that had... <laughs> the new class? The yeah, new class. <laughs> Ghostbusters um, new class. First the grassy. Junior or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, there was a Garrett in a wheelchair. Yes, he was a wheelchair bound Ghostbuster. <laughs> so if there were Could any ghosts only on a bus or disabled ghosts, um, all ghosts ben. are disabled. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so yes, that's weird. What a weird trend. Um. Anyways, so we don't know any of the characters' names in the show. <laughs> uh, one of them's moving into a house, and another one introduces herself. And it's revealed that the one moving in has a secret. Mm-hmm. Right. The one moving in is the O. Henry, o. Henry heiress from Seinfeld. And the one who's talking to her is Joan's mom from Mad Men. Hey, oh my God, you're right. I think a and lot of these actors... did not reappear in the show at all until the very end. Uh-huh. I think a lot of ghosts. these actors... Um, killed each other are in other things i mean the characters oh yeah i think i saw four different mad men right characters. right uh not alice and brie no i think that when you're in a show you should be in that show and that's it and not pop up <laughs> in other shows that's that's Wait, speaking and alice and brie vanessa williams was playing the essentially the same character in this that she plays in another show that we saw Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty, yeah. Same character. Basically. Because she does do fashion in this yeah. one as well, right? Isn't that weird? It's very weird, but typecast and very lucky that there were two shows to That support. needed the same character. Uh-huh. Um, so, I wonder if it is the same character, if they take place in the same cinematic universe. 
Was Ugly Betty on ABC? Yes. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Oh my god, you guys. Is Ugly Betty a spin-off of Desperate Housewives? <laughs> I don't think it's a spin-off, but Weird. Is it like Frasier? Where yes. they took the one guy from Cheers? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um great. So we've done a good job so far. Yeah, we don't I don't know what happened in this episode. I don't really know what happened in the Someone had a baby. So yeah, there's a pregnant girl and sh- her mom is there. Terry Hatcher, Hatcher of Superman. Okay. Lois and, of Lois and Clark. Guys, I've seen nothing. She's from Seinfeld? Yeah, she says they're real and they're spectacular. Oh yeah. Um she's talking about her boobs. So He's talking about Superman. This spectacularly breasted <laughs> He's woman. real and he's spectacular. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get through this plot summer. So no, good. this whole show, here's the thing, guys. Desperate Housewives was a weird fucking show. It was a pretty bizarre show. It was show. a fever dream of colorful early 2000 aughts madness. There were no extras. All the sets were ridiculous. Yeah, the sets were terrible. Everything, Everything looked like it was on a green screen. Didn't, all the costumes know. were like rented from like a costume, uh, like a prom shop. Yeah, a like, bunch of like quinceañeras and like. Everything was w- the worst. The no extras thing freaked me out after you said that. <laughs> because, okay, that's how you. It's like they you... lived in a ghost town. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because, okay, that's how you know when production value on something is high is when there are extras in all the scenes. But for some reason in this finale, they live in this town and there's no extras and no one's moving behind them and no one else lives in this town. Okay. Or the they would show girl... them next to a car and it would be angled down so you could only see the car. This one girl <laughs> is in the hospital and. And there's no other people in the hospital. There's no doctors walking behind her. There's one doctor. No nurses come in. There's no other patients. You, It's a set. It's clearly a set. But what a weird zombie ghost town because they only have enough money to pay for those actors. <laughs> it's it's very clear that they, yes. Ran out of money. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, let's just quickly talk about some of the plot. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. So there's a... a a girl is pregnant and her mom wants her to get married so that she's not, or like find a guy basically so that she's not a single mom. That's yeah. one plot line. Um, Brie another, is giving Brie. I found out her name is Brie. She not has Brie red, Larson. She has Again, red not, hair. Yeah, they're red. Not Allison Brie. Not Allison Brie. She has red hair and she likes this, liked this guy. And then I guess her um, lawyer. She two people, all two old people were, one of them was dying and she was bringing the old woman um, a record. Yeah, there was this weird little plot where, like... Anyway, then the lawyer was nice, and he brought her the record, and then that lady died. And he was Scott Bakula. He was Scott Bakula. The lawyer. Not the, the lawyer, not the old lady. Um, let's see, another plot line was... Oh, and the biggest one was um, uh, Vanessa Williams was getting married. Um, right? Oh, yeah, Vanessa Williams was marrying an Australian man. And, uh, and, and there was another desperate housewife who seemed like she was on the show before, who came back... For the sole purpose of offering a job to uh, Felicity Huffman. Mm-hmm. Was she, and she was a lesbian? But yeah, not yeah. anymore. She said she just sort of quit having sex so that she could run this business as a plot device. Yeah. Um, so basically that's it. Oh yeah, and then Felicity Huffman wanted to, to have a job and not be a housewife. Yeah. Oh, and then Gabby had a job and then her husband was mad. Who was Gabby? <clears throat> Eva Longoria. Oh yeah. And then her husband was mad. And then he hired a hot gardener. Is that, that, is that about sum it up? Yeah. Eva, this is like trying to describe a dream I had three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Eva Longoria's name was Gabby. That was the Gabby, right? Yes. Yeah. And 
Gabrielle, not Gabriella. Very important distinction, especially in the Latino community. Latina. She's a... Latin X, they prefer, actually, instead of A and O. Okay. It's fine. Anyway, go on. Um, yeah, so those are the basic um, story points. I'm glad that we've all figured it out and followed well, along. And the most important thing was at the end, she's, they all move out. Oh, and yeah. And it says a lot, like, very quick things about the incredibly happy endings that everybody had, where mm-hmm. they all had apartments overlooking Central, Central Park. Park or Central Park equivalent <laughs> in various <laughs> other places. And then, Wait, where was Terry Hatcher going? I think she was just going for a drive or something. No, no, no. She was moving too, right? Yeah, yeah. she was moving, but they never said where. She was going a lap around. She was just with her young son and mm-hmm. and her granddaughter? Grand, her daughter and her granddaughter? Well, that's her, that was her son was that little boy? I guess. I thought maybe this, that boy was the one we see getting born, grown a few oh. years, and now the daughter has another Yeah. But child. still no husband, the daughter. No, she just keeps getting knocked up by sure, sure, sure. people on the block. Got that it. handsome doctor who was playing uh, hoops down the block from the hospital <laughs> knocked her up. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, she drives down the and street sees the in ghosts her of Kia all the Sorrento people. and sees all the ghosts of everybody who is on the show. Uh-huh. That's how the show concludes is suddenly we're just looking at a bunch of ghosts wearing not white, but like kind of cream colored clothing. Uh, and it's just basically everybody who's ever lived there, once they die, they have to go back to this block. <laughs> Their spirits watch over. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a magical block. Uh-huh. And they just kind of hang out there and are desperate. Yeah, it had kind of a lost vibe right there at the end. Yeah. But um, the woman who moved into Terry Hatcher's house had a box that she kept something in and she hid it. And it just, just like Terry Oh, yeah, did. to show that, like, everyone that comes to this neighborhood has secrets. Yeah. It's like they're drawn there or something. She's like, suburbia is boring. And then she's like, this street is anything but boring. Yeah. Desperate Housewives 2. More desperate. Yeah. Um, Which will be the spinoff series after Ugly Betty's spinoff series. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, was that the plot? More or less. Basically, the the wedding happened. um, Even though there was... The wedding happened. The baby was born. Yeah. And that, that's it, basically. They that's shoplifted a dress. Yeah, and that old lady died. Mm-hmm. And then the old lady did, in fact, die. <clears throat> uh, cool. But seemed to be happy about it. Uh, great. So what did something we usually talked about beforehand, but uh, maybe we should talk about quickly now since we didn't summarize this at all. What did you know about Desperate Housewives beforehand? Um, I guess I knew Eva Longoria was affiliated with it somehow. Uh you and thought, it turns you out she, she was created an actress. it? Yeah, because you think that it was her show? <laughs> or she just like was a fan. <laughs> she created it. She's the number one Desperate Housewives fan. <laughs> I knew she was in it. I knew Terry Hatcher was in it. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was created by someone named Mark Cherry. Because of Arrested Development. Because of Arrested Development. That's what I knew as well. Why, did, why is that? In Arrested but, Development and protest Mark Cherry's house because Desperate Housewives is a sinful show. Oh. Okay. And then in the new, the Netflix season, there's like a pop star, a Bieber-esque pop star named uh, Mark Cherry. Yeah. <laughs> and they, yeah. they always say like, the pop star, not the television <laughs> creator. Uh, I gotta Pretty rewatch funny. that season. Um, What did I know about it? I knew all the actors in it. Oh. Um, I knew all the women because I remember the ads for it. And I remember like my mom and her friends being stoked on it when it was coming out. Mm. Like cool show was your mom a desperate housewife no my mom's the breadwinner mm. my mom's a lawyer who makes all the money for her house and my dad's a deadbeat is thanks he, for asking is he a desperate <laughs> house husband he's 
Because that seemed to be what <clears throat> happened in the show is by the end of the series, they flipped and the husbands were yeah. the desperate house husbands. Yeah. Feminism. Um, it was achieved over that seven-year run. <laughs> we did it. Um, yeah. And then I knew Eva Longoria. Um, I, know that, I knew that she slept with her gardener because the gardener was played by a very sexy young actor named Jesse Metcalf. Mm. Who's very hot. From John Tucker Must Die. From John Tucker Must Die. Thank you, Ben. Very good, Fantastic ben. film, John Tucker Must Die. Hashtag feminism. Continue. Um, great. Well, uh... Every day I wish I could pull a John Tucker Must Die. Which one are you? Are you John Tucker in this situation? No, no. I just want to get all the other exes of uh, this terrible dude I dated together and we could all murder him. Oh, God, a John Tucker Must Die would be so good. Um, I also want to do a bling ring, but I think a John Tucker Must Die would be more satisfying. You guys, I just pulled up the Wikipedia page for Desperate Housewives, and in the little box on the right of Wikipedia, they've got all these, like, you know, quick facts. There's starring, and there's no fewer than 30 names under the starring category. <laughs> yeah, there's too many cast members. Terry Hatcher, Felizzi Huffman, Marsha Cross, Eva Longoria, Nicolette Sheridan, Brenda Strong, James Den, Stephen Culp, Ricardo. Nicolette Sheridan wasn't in Wasn't that, in the right? finale, but she was... You guys, I'm I only, I'm only a quarter her. of the way through these starrings. <clears throat> yes. Vanessa Williams is, like, so far down this list. I mean... I think, I think Vanessa Williams replaced Nicolette Sheridan as, like, the wacky friend. Okay. I don't know. I made that up. But it seems like that would be the part Nicolette Sheridan would play. Um, well, you... It also seemed like they were neighbors, which is something I didn't pick up until the very end. Are you kidding said, me? Like, yes, they're neighbors. I they all maybe live... they were just friends. No, no they're all they on, like, all the same on, street. <clears throat> Wisteria Lane. They made a huge point of that. They brought up, the, like, Wisteria Lane over and over yeah. again. I thought maybe that was, like, the name of a, another person. <laughs> Wisteria? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so we didn't know that much about it. A relatively new segment to our podcast, um, which is, do we have any fun fact rumored romances? Uh, that was being the Fufa Rura. Rura. Yes. <laughs> Did Eva Longoria really have sex with Jesse Metcalf? I hope so, because that guy's good looking. But is that a rumor? Yes. Okay. It's, have, wait. It's Fufa, now a rumor. Fufa Rura is what? Fufa Ruro. Is what again? Is the fun I fact. I feel like Fufa Ruro. Oh, fun fact rumored or rumor Ro- romance. Roma. <laughs> Just throw two syllables. Do I have any fun facts about this yeah. show? Yeah. Even if it's not a Ruro, do we have any Fufas? I heard Felicity Huffman's married to William H. Macy, so. Oh, good for William H. Macy. Yeah. Yeah. William He's H. done Macy. all right. Yeah, especially for, you know, I don't know. What else? He's not handsome, right? You would think there would have been You're some... You're just confusing him with his sad sack characters. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a pretty generally positive man. I'll tell you who I always lump together. is William H. Macy and uh, Steve Are you saying Buscemi? Buscemi? They're just sort of these... They could not be more different. Well, sure, but they are... An H. Macy type has a swagger to him. And a Buscemi is a little bit more of a lovable loser. Okay, here's what, here's what it is. It's... H. Macy is hot Buscemi. Two sixth graders basically had to create people out of old leather. And the one who was better at art made William H. Macy, and the one who kind of slapped off made Buscemi. I used to be friendly with Buscemi's son. Oh. Yeah, he's had a band in uh, in Brooklyn called Fiasco. And uh, my uh, terrible Irish boyfriend and I lived in an apartment in Boston that had, or a house in Boston that had a basement. And we used to rent the basement out for rock shows. And when Fiasco would come to Boston, we, they would play our basement. 
And the lead singer of Fiasco is Lucian Buscemi. Lucian Buscemi? Yeah, it was Steve Buscemi's kid. Good job, Steve. Lucian Buscemi. He's got super long hair. Well, yeah. At least when I knew him. Does he have those same eyes? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> wow. and one time he said his full name and someone at the party didn't. We used to have like these weird parties. And someone at the party didn't know. And they were like, oh, Buscemi, that's a funny last name. Like Steve Buscemi? And Lucian said, I don't know who that is. <laughs> All right, that is a good foofa. Fun fact. Foofa. There's a good fun fact. Not about foofa. this show at all because Buscemi's not in this show. I know, but call it a foofa. A foofa. I'm Do we sorry. know that he's not in this show? Yeah, maybe he is. Wait, let me check the, the anyway, encyclopedia of stars. That's a foofa for you guys. Um, ben, any foofas? Any Ruros? I wish I had something more about these characters. What do I know about anyone in this show? Nothing. Right? I'm so sorry. I guess we could do some research about it. No, 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 no research. It has to be something that you know. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the guys that they showed, one of the ghosts at the end, was played by James Jamie Denton. James Denton. Who's that? Uh, who was a guy who was on a show called The Pretender that I liked a lot when I was a kid. The Pretender. What's The Pretender? Uh, uh, the Pretender has the ability to become anyone he wants to be. So he's, he's so like smart. He's like Mystique. He's an X-Man. He's, no, no, no. It's just about brains. He's so smart that he can ha- do any job. So he'll, like, pretend to be a doctor or, like, pretend to be a lawyer. So there's no magic in it? He's just smart? He's just smart. And he escaped from a facility that captured him as a child and exploited his genius for their research. (laughs) He's a con man. Uh, No, he's he's good-hearted. He escaped from that facility. Why would he pretend to be a doctor? He'll be, like, helping people. He'll do it. For fun? Yeah. No, to, like... And Jamie Denton was the pretender? No, he was one of the bad guys trying to get the pretender. Oh. When did this show air? Like the 2000s. The <laughs> okay, n- the 90s. So, so then he was... Then I want to say Denton. 96 to 2001. Wait, the lady who... No, different lady. The lady who plays um, Joan's mom on Mad Men. Mm-hmm. She's not Umbridge from Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> she looks very similar. Amilda um, Stanton or whatever. Umbridge. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do know who you're talking about. I think that she just looks very similar. I no, don't think come that's on. the same person. It's the same lady. <laughs> All right. Can Moving we get on. confirmation on this? <laughs> um, we, uh, you really want me to look it up? <laughs> how, how many tabs can your computer support? More than the three. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. What do you Amilda? want me to look up? Umbridge. Joan. What? Joan's mom, Mad Men. Mad Men. Okay. Do you know what Joan's mom's name is? Um, if I even pull up the IMDb. Imelda Staunton is the name Staunton of Umbridge. Staunton is that's what Umbridge. We want. So we'll just do that. Staunton. This is, that's not the fastest Imelda. way to do it. I'm just going to look at her credits, yeah. right? And see if she's in Desperate Housewives. I mean, or do I, I, now that name. you're saying it. I feel like probably I'm not right about this. Uh, what are we looking for? Oh, she's like a very respected British actress. Yeah, there's the no reason... way that she's in Desperate Housewives. No, she's not. Looking at her, no. She's <clears throat> in... She is, however, in Chicken Run. Yes, she is. She's also in Cranford, which was a TV series, probably British, that you probably won't be able to hear on Finale Rally. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Why, because you've seen too many episodes? So then who's Joan's mom on Mad Men? I don't know how to look that up. Okay. I said Google Joan's mom on Mad Men. Okay. Well, I guess that would work. Look. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use Oh, Yom her name's Gail Holloway. Holloway. Um, Wait, 
Gail Holloway. That's oh, not the, the actress. actress. Oh, Christine Estabrook. Different person. Yes. Oh, my God. This is like exactly what happened last time where we thought Joel Gray was wrong <laughs> something. Salazar or something. But then the, they no. came back and, uh, anyways. No. She was also in The Usual Suspects, Christine Estabrook. Here's the thing. As who? I'll tell you. Here's the thing. I think as we keep going with this, we're going to be learning a lot about character actors who look the same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Because all we do is refer to characters by the actors who plays them. I'll tell you. um, Christine Estabrook has had a long career in Hollywood. She was in Spring Awakening. And she played opposite William H. Macy in a play. So... Brings it all back full circle. Pretty good. She was Dr. Plummer in The Usual Suspect. Oh, of course, yeah, who was treating the uh, the burn victim. Yeah, who uh, is able to identify Kaiser Sose is. And again, spoiler alert, though, if you really were concerned about spoilers, this is not the podcast for you, um, Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah, he was Kaiser Sose, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I missed the whole point of that movie. <laughs> All right, on to another segment of right. this podcast. This has been very successful. Um, that's good Fufa Ruro <laughs> segment. Um, we're going to read the episode title. I'm going to look up the um, the highest rated episode. Oh, that's a good way to do it. Of Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Desperate Housewives. And uh, I'm going to what, tell I you can't that, compliment you? No, you can, but it's just like a weird time to do so on during the recording. Of the podcast, it's a new segment. New segment. I've never, never have before have we even tried this out. Um, this is episode twenty three of the series of one hundred and eighty episodes. Uh, it's called One Wonderful Day. It, ga- it gathered an audience of uh, these days unheard of thirty million people. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thirty million. 30 what million year people. was this? Uh, this aired in two thousand five. Wow. Um, for uh, for those of you who don't quite or aren't as familiar with television audiences now, the last season of Desperate Housewives averaged it looks like about nine million viewers, so about a third. The eighth of, season. Yeah, the eighth season averaged about nine million, and the season this is the season finale. Season this one. is pre Netflix. This is when million. people watch television. True. I remember this being like one. When did the show end? Um, the last way episode, later than you think. What do you think? What do you think? Two thousand eight. I'm going to say 2012. It was May 13th, 2012. Oh, shit. And actually, okay. I just, I'm just seeing that the season finale and the episode before the season finale just aired the same. They aired back to back. They're just like, let's be done with this show. Yeah, I think like it was the last show that I remember people being into like watching like on DVR like or like the night of, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, we need to like DVR. Like, so we need to watch it. You've never like, heard of Game of Thrones? No, but I think people, I have seen Game of Thrones, but I think people, like, watch, like, I think they watch, they, like, wait on that. Like, I think this uh-huh. was, like, something people didn't wait on. Mm. I don't know. I gave up on Game of Thrones. Um, um, we what, all have. What, um, the, I've missed the beginning, and I don't know what segment we're on, and <laughs> I'm really the sorry. segment where we guess, what do you think happened in the episode One Wonderful Day, the most popular episode of Desperate Housewives? <laughs> what season was it in? The end of the first season. And it's called One Wonderful Day? One Wonderful Day, based only on the title, and you know where it is. What do you think What do you think One Wonderful Day looks like on this? What is it called? Grig- Griggly Road? What? Wisteria, Wisteria Lane! Lane. Griggly Road? I, I really like that. Um, I think 
Terry Hatcher's husband comes back to life for one day. Okay, that's pretty good. Ben, is her husband dead? Yeah, but she sees his ghost at the end. She talks to the to the daughter about not wanting to find love again because he died. She's happy with her memories. Hello, did you miss that whole like Emmy winning speech? <laughs> yeah, kind of. I don't know if it won an Emmy. I made that up. But yeah, I bet it's like she has a dream where he comes back to life for a day. Uh, ben, are you going to tell us the, tr- the real I will, answer? I will read you the plot okay. of this. So how many characters are there? Eleven? There are about a thousand characters in this <laughs> show. So we need a we need hundred plot lines. Maybe, could it be like them all ha- like living the same sequence of events it's like how they would like the same thing happens to all of them and it's like mm. how they would react in different ways in the face of the same uh, stimuli okay interesting interesting um i'm going to try to skim this episode summary to <laughs> say it real loud um uh basically okay felicia who i don't know who that is takes in paul's son zach <laughs> what it's a great oh segment. I've just decided. Oh. This is a great segment. Um, some other things that happened. I'm just going to say, Susan goes to Mike's house to feed his dog. Mike. Um, and discovers Zach, who you'll remember I just said is Paul's son. I don't know who that is. Zach is waiting with a gun. Um, there's something about the truth behind Deirdre's death. Um, uh, let's see. Together, Mary Alice and Paul buried Deirdre's body beneath their pool. Um, what? Which would have been difficult to do. You've got to really dig around. Got to dig through all that water. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Rex. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, I'm sure all of our viewers are just as con- listeners are as confused as we are. We don't know who any of these characters are either. Rex learns that he will have to undergo surgery following a heart attack. Um, Bree may have been poisoning him. Hey, there's a name we remember. Bree. Bree. Um, She's the one who was uh, United States Senator at the end, yes, again, <laughs> at the end of the series. Not Alison Brie, who was also in Mad Men like everybody else, and also in a different television show at the same time like everyone else. Um, How dare she? Uh, the, the last thing is uh, I think Rex decides he will go back to work and be a stay-at-home. I have literally father. ceased to care. Is Rex, is Rex Gabrielle's husband? It might be. Do you think that... The woman, Deirdre, that they bury, do you think that's the woman from the beginning of the finale who's the O. Henry heiress on Seinfeld who's Ooh. talking to Joan's mom? The, the, the nosy neighbor who's trying to... No, no that's Mary one. Alice. They oh, yeah, she name. says her name. So she's not Deirdre. No. But she's dead. It shows her ghost yes, correct. at the end. I didn't realize those were all actual ghosts. I, th- I believe they I are. I thought it was just that people. many people died. I thought it was just literally people who had that come. many people <laughs> died in this show. There was a shooting. <laughs> I didn't think. I thought those were just people who had lived on that street, whether they had been in the show or not. Yeah, like people who had come through their lives and then gone. Yeah, like ancient settlers, uh, and Native ex- Americans, except for uh, the woman's Nicolette Sheridan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was not invited. Um. Okay, well, that concludes the only time we will ever do this segment of uh, reading an episode title and guessing what happened. It was even more confusing. Um, but now we get to go to a segment that's very similar. <laughs> it's a linchpin <laughs> no. to this podcast. Uh, everybody's favorite segment, try to guess the plot of the pilot. And then once we Woo! guess it, we will lock the pilot guesses, and then we will go view the pilot and report back. Fave segment. 
Um, fave seg. So who wants to go first? <laughs> who <laughs> the fave seg? My fave seg. The the fosseg. The yeah. fosseg. Don't make it shorter. The fave seg and make it longer. My fave seg. The favo segment. Okay. Seg me. So the favo segment. So here's what happened in the pilot. Mary Alice dies in the pilot. Which one? The the lady that they showed us in the beginning when she's like moves into the house. Mm-hmm. So they showed us that because she dies in the pilot. Oh okay. And. You think so? Then someone else, and then Terry Hatcher moves into her apartment, moves into her house, and then that's, and then they all meet each other. So two people move into the same house in the pilot. No, Mary Alice dies, in, and then Terry Hatcher moves into that house. Which one's Mary Alice? Is she the old lady, the, the shorter one? No. So remember, she's moving in mm-hmm. in the beginning, and yep. the old lady that's not Umbridge comes over and is right. like... She's also not old. She's like about the same age. <laughs> she's just got an old style... Hair. Look. Yes. Okay, so she comes over and she's like, oh, you're moving in. You have secrets. And she's like, um, no. Okay, and then she leaves. Then Mary Alice, right after that, the pilot, the woman moving in. Okay, so the woman moving in. So, okay. She dies. Oh, okay. And it's like that same scene. So you think that scene that we saw didn't happen? Yeah, no, it did happen. It I'm did, confused. no, no, not in the she pilot. She thinks yeah. that it happened way before way the pilot. Before. Right, okay, I see. And then Terry Hatcher moves in, and that old lady comes, and she's like, not old lady, whatever. <laughs> she's probably Umbridge. older now. Umbridge comes in and is like, and is like, oh, you're moving in, you have secrets. But it's actually like the start of the show, because it's Terry Hatcher. Got it. And then Terry Hatcher's like, what happened to the lady that lived here before? And then you're like, she had secrets too. And then that they all become friends. Oh, then okay. Terry Hatcher's like our, you know how like Ellen Page was in Inception just to like ask questions? Okay. Terry Hatcher's like our Ellen Page in Inception. All right. So she comes and then some, and then probably, who's the other one? Probably, she comes and then probably someone else, that Umbridge is like, do you know the other ladies in this neighborhood? That's Bree. She's conservative and type A and prude. That's Lynette. She's a career woman. That's, who's the other one? Oh, that's, that's, that's Gabby. Her husband works, so she's at home fucking the gardener. LOL, desperate housewives. They didn't have LOL back then. <laughs> yes, they did. I guess they probably did. Okay, <laughs> that's my Aaron. thought. Uh, or Ben, what do you... Oh, boy. Uh, that actually sounds pretty on the nose. I had a lot of those same <laughs> thoughts about... It seemed like it was going to reuse... A lot of scenes from the pilot. I will say we saw a lot of moving vans in the last episode. Yeah, there's more of them. I wonder if... Okay, so I think all five of them move in on the same day. Come on! And they... First day of college? It's actually the last day <laughs> of high school. <laughs> I can't. So it's cl- so it's the day before the first day of college. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they're all moving in uh, opposite each other. And then they realize that they've actually got each other's houses by mistake. So I was going to say that they all bought the same house. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. They do like a little switch them around and <laughs> trade because they're like, oh, sorry, you, you've got, you know, when they bring the wrong orders to your table at a restaurant yeah. and you're trading them going like, Oh, sorry, I have yours. Uh-huh. So they're doing that with the houses. And unfortunately they also, 
the husbands have already committed to the houses. So when they <laughs> trade the houses, they have to switch husbands as well. And that's sort of the genesis of their friendship. Because you can't go through something like that and not find at least a little common ground. I love that. Common ground being husband. Common ground being the name of the show. <laughs> Uh, what do I think happened in the pilot of Common Ground? <laughs> um, I think, I don't think there's any movie. I'm going to be the only one who says there's nobody moving in, that this is just sort of the club. I will say that, I uh, bet, who's the redheaded one? Marsha Cross. Marsha Cross. She's disliked by everybody. Um, and um, oh, that's why baby. she has oh, to make, baby. that's why she has to make friends with this old couple who promise her they'll live forever. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, and um, in the pilot, Eva Longoria fucks the gardener for the very first time. Um, and is it like, ooh, wow? Yeah. She's like, wakes up. She's just like, oh, what have I done? Let's do it again. And then she does it again, back to back. back. Uh-huh. The uh, gardener's got a lot of stamina. He's a young guy. He's like two. He's like fifteen, <laughs> twelve. He's not fifteen. He's Jesse Metcalf. Um, he's a young Jesse Metcalf. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's not a Metcalf yet. He's a Metcalf. All right, continue. <laughs> um, and then uh, let's see. Somebody, somebody shoots someone. I'm not sure who, but I think there's got to be guns in this oh, pilot. I think there's. I think there are a lot more guns in this show than the finale let us believe that's true I, it, was, it was seemed like a show with a lot of drama and a lot of secrets mm-hmm. and a lot of sordid details yeah sure um yeah um so i think that's about it if, unless anybody wants to amend their pilots i think ben and i are gonna lift up this gigantic key and, and lock the pilots gabby well, are you okay with that just, oh gabby's already started what? Wait, what? Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. we gotta we gotta ben you want to amend it I, I, I want to amend mine and say that there's only one character in the pilot, <laughs> and that is no extras, and that is Nicolette Sheridan. Ben again <laughs> with his last minute. Um, Do I make high it risk, time? high reward? This gamble. could pay off big for me. <laughs> All right. Um, with that, I think Ben and I will lift up the giant key and. Why is your key so big? You guys have some compensating. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gabby. What was that? I couldn't hear you. The key is very loud. <laughs> couldn't hear you over the sound of our two giant keys <laughs> touching <Gigantic> tips. Keys. <laughs> God. All right. Um, so we will be right back. We're going to go watch the pilot episode, see whose pilot reigns supreme, and uh, we'll let you know of whose pilot reigns supreme. <laughs> All right. See you in a bit. <laughs> And we're back um, to Finale Rally. We are the Sallies. We're still here. Um, still sallying away. We've just finished watching the pilot episode of Desperate Housewives, an episode named Pilot, as so many of these pilot episodes are. Pretty good pilot, I guess. Mysterious. Pre- pretty mysterious. Pretty intriguing. Um, yeah, let's talk about it, I guess. Um, so... It begins with a woman sort of going through her daily chores, and there's a narrator, as a lot of these pilots also have. And it is the woman from the beginning of the finale. Yes, very important. It is a woman from the beginning of the finale. Mary Um, Alice, was her name? I think it's Mary Alice. She um, goes through sort of a perfect routine of a a housewife, and then um, pulls out a revolver and shoots herself in the face. 
I sold sold in the room. Yep. Uh-huh. Sold in the room. <laughs> That's how you sell a pilot, boys and girls. Um, and then it's sort of her friends grieving and going through what their struggles and what makes them such desperate housewives as well. Uh, Eva With Lung, the dead woman continuing to narrate. She yes. narrates the whole thing, talking it about seems her friends. Like she narrated in the finale, so I think she probably narrated the whole did she narrate the finale? I yeah, so. I would guess she narrates the whole show. I guess I didn't notice. Watching from heaven. I guess so, yeah. I guess she did narrate the whole thing. Um, so she, um, some of the other desperations of the housewives, um, the redheaded one, what's her name again? Bree. Bree. Um, she's the most perfect of all the housewives, but her husband wants a divorce because he's sick of living in a toothpaste commercial or a detergent commercial? Detergent commercial. Very yeah. funny line. Some sort of uh, cleaning product line um and uh eva longoria's husband kind of treats her like a trophy kind of just treats her like a commodity uh proposed to her after three dates because she's a model yeah she was she's i mean she's a very attractive woman yeah eva longoria tiny waist yeah she's a little one um who else uh Wesley Huffman, we were right. She's like gives up her job for kids or whatever. Yes. Uh, She's got triplets who are all the same size, but two of them look identical and one of them. (laughs) Do you understand how hard it is to cast triplets? I feel like they weren't triplets. I thought one was a set of twins and then a sort of Irish twin to the real twins. Oh, okay. That's what I gather. Or two identical twins and one fraternal twin, whatever. Um, a, A pair of. Pair of eighteen-year-old twins that had age needed human growth hormone. Twelve-year-old uh, boy. Now, how old were they? They were six-ish. Uh, they were in between five and thirty. Troublemaker. Those, those rascals went swimming. They during, were troublemakers. Yeah, they uh, oh, did not envy that family. Who's the other one? Oh yeah, Nicolette Sheridan was in this. Uh, is that the one who? The hot to trot. Yeah. The hot mama. <laughs> so she wanted to, um, she's a single mom, right? No, no, the oh, single right. mom is Terry Hatcher. Which one? Okay, so Terry Edie's Hatcher. Edie's the hot one. Oh, right. So she's in a, Edie's in a competition with Terry Hatcher. Yeah. Um, over this new plumber who's moved to town who may be not quite a plumber because. He's not a plumber. He carries a gun around. Is he in the mob? Plumber seems, and mob are similar. Seems to be a bit of a spy. A spy. Of sorts. Um, and there's a, a lot of intrigue. There's uh, a draining of a pool. The pool that those boys were, were hanging out in is drained. And then the the husband of the woman who shoots herself in the beginning starts digging under the pool. Um, yeah. And so that's, I mean, more or less it. At the end of it, they, they the four protagonist women discover a letter from Mary-Kate. What? To Mary Kate, what's her name? To Mary Alice. Mary Alice, sorry. Oh my God. Boy, a recurring theme in this is how terrible I am with names. Yeah, really? No, I've never, I've complete, almost complete facial blindness. <laughs> Unbelievable, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, they find a, a card that was sent to her on the day that she killed herself saying, I know what you did, you make me sick, I want to tell people. And it was on sparkly paper. Beautiful handwriting. <laughs> right. So who? Who wrote it? What wrote did she it? do? What There's was a it about? A lot of mysteries. Why kill yourself? And she says as the narrator, I never, oh, my poor friends, I never wanted you to get caught up in this. And yet she didn't 
she like left the note just with her in like her pocket of her pants when she killed That's herself. That's true. Right. You your first thing that you said was why didn't she burn the note? Or just like throw it away. Like you can do whatever you want. Like the day you're gonna kill yourself, you could you could take it to the ocean. I guess you'd have a lot on your mind that day. I guess, but, but she still did all of her chores. She yeah, could have just all, all left doing, it at the dry cleaners. Right. All she was doing was just like dusting mm-hmm. her piano and stuff. Mm-hmm. Although one of those chores that they did show was her gathering the mail. Oh. I just remembered. So that did come in the mail. Um, as letters so often do. <laughs> so who had the closest guess? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it was me by a landslide. One, there was nobody moving. Two, first of all, Ben, I'm afraid there was more than one character in the Damn pilot. It. You uh, took a risk. Although. And you have no reward. Don't you think maybe all of this was Mary Alice's dream? Oh, come on. Saying elsewhere style? <laughs> the dead woman's dream? Yeah. No. Um, like the entire Did series. Did you have takes to place. ask again if Mary Alice was the dead woman? No, I just Are you clarified. paying I attention? Okay. Oh, yeah. But don't you think the entire seven seasons could take place in a split second uh, between her pulling the trigger and the bullet entering <laughs> her brain? Ben, come on. So, okay. Unlikely. <laughs> Um, but possible. Sure, but possible. I think if the show Lost taught us anything, which it did, it's that everything is possible. Like Kevin Garnett said. I'm anything sure is possible is what Kevin Garnett said. Everything is possible. <laughs> everything see, see is Garden. a possible. <laughs> um, here's why I think I won. One, there were more guns than expected. Two, nobody moved in. Um, the only thing that I called was that Eva Longoria, this was not the first time she had sex with that gardener. Oh yeah, you messed that up real bad. Are you embarrassed? <laughs> I am humbled. You really made a fool out of yourself out there. Uh, one oh man, fun, do I feel bad for you. A fun part of the pilot was when Eva Longoria ran home and mowed the lawn during a In party. What a fun scene. Dress. Yeah. What a fun scene. It was fun. It was just sort of, yeah. She just wants to keep fucking that guy. Can you blame her? Can you blame her? Oh, one thing I did get right. He looked like he was 15. I think he is in high school. And she said he wasn't old enough to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, like I think he's like legit in high school. I think actually they don't address that. It's like, or they must later address that it's statutory rape. Because I think he is, you're joking, but I think he is supposed to be like 15. Bingo. Yeah, maybe he's the one riding that school bus that's driving around the neighborhood all the time. There's a school bus driving around this neighborhood all the time, but it never really stops. So many extras, right, Ben? Yeah, an incredible amount of cars and people moving about constantly on this one street. So and many. like you said, the, Tons this, of <laughs> the extras. elementary school bus route is, uh, <laughs> goes down this street multiple times a day. A couple times, just also, to make sure they didn't leave anyone. They have sex, like, in front, full front of a window, an open, sunny window. Yeah, for a neighborhood where a lot of people make it their business of poking their heads into windows. Right. Is he in school, though? Because he's at her house oh, yeah. mowing the lawn during the day. That's true. How old is... Okay, wait. Let me look it up. It could be a weekend. It could be a weekend. But the school bus is out. And the school the, bus the, drives the, past he's the going window. to work. That's true. That's true. Okay, hold on. You guys I'm going to look it up. Points. Is there another segment? He's a 15-year-old high school dropout. <laughs> yes. Um. So I think I get awarded the prize. Yes, you do. Here Great. it is. Be careful. It's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ben. I like this prize very much. Put it on your mantle. 
I will as soon as I get a mantle. Hopefully what good that'll be another prize. Yes, ending. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. And Oh I, my god, he's meant to be 17 years old. That's pretty Hi-yay! good. Um, all right. Now- I caramba. <laughs> good reference. Uh, um, all right, time for another Favo Segmi. Um, who was your favorite character? Ben, why don't you lead us off? There were about 4,000 characters to pick from. It seemed like a way more manageable number of characters in this episode than the finale. Yeah. Although there were a lot of characters. There were still a lot of things going on. I liked Terry Hatcher's daughter. Yeah. She's She's sassy as heck. Yeah. She talks like she doesn't even care to her mom. And she looks to be like, what? She's probably... 12 or 13 in this Mm -hmm. and i was thinking like do you think the story creator the showrunners knew where they were going with this and like cast this girl being like yeah we gonna impregnate you in like eight years if loss has taught us anything (laughs) i think that it has it's that everyone always knows exactly what they're doing and they have their eye on the finish line the whole time (laughs) so yes there, and we've already proven that this is a show that's not afraid of thinking about young folks having sexual relations. It's true. Just horrifying. Uh, Gabby, do you have a, a favorite character? Um, my favorite character... A fave Karakti. If we're abbreviating. Fave Car. My fave Car. Char. My fave Char is Charizard. No, my fave Char is... I don't know, I really liked Eva Longoria. thought she was mm-hmm. very engaging. Um, she's very hot, that's for sure. She's so itty bitty, though. And then I don't know. I thought Terry Hatcher was charming. They're all pretty charming. What a charming cast! Yes, very charming. Um, as for my favorite character, I'm going to go ahead and say I enjoyed Mary Alice, oh. the narrator. I thought she had a interesting way of phrasing things. Sort of, she had a perspective on things. Or a, kind of, a kind of distance, you might say, yeah. from the action. Because she was in heaven. A, a spirit. An aloofness. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but she seemed, I don't know, I liked the way that she was narrating everything. Every time that she reminded us that she was a dead person. Was, yeah, it was like three days after I died. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what's her name? Is that the grocery store? <laughs> my widow and my now motherless son. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that's pretty good. Um, un- that widower, by the way, another Mad Men actor, mm. guy who plays Duck. Oh, yeah. So very interesting scene when the, the, the widower's son uh, comes out and discovers. Yeah, him digging up. His father digging in the, Creepy. In the pool. And it had some line like uh, sound he had only heard once before. And yeah. it's like, obviously, that's from years earlier when whenever that was, was first buried there. Mm-hmm. So uh, as Ben had conjectured in the first half of our podcast digging in a pool is difficult because you have to dig through water they had drained the pool they thought of everything they really did uh great so if it were on today would you watch this series desperate housewives gabby probably yeah yeah it seems fun a lot of flawed female characters which i enjoy Mm -hmm. i loved the scene of them all sitting around the table I don't know. Yeah, I felt I feel like it's similar to how I felt about Ally McBeal. This like mm. weird kind of misguided, wrongheaded, like flawed feminism that I enjoy. Um, ben, would you watch the series word on today? 
don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I think I would. I think it seems pretty interesting. There's a lot of mysteries going on. Um, I also, there's a lot of female characters that are like really interesting, and there aren't a ton of shows on. Right? About that are all about that. Usually it's just like one career driven woman who's like, uh, you know, I'm a woman. <laughs> but this one, you know, you, you know how ladies be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, Okay, that's uh, sort of our least favo seg me now, which is, that's it. I mean, we're wrapped up, so uh, what do you guys have to plug? Everybody who does a, does a podcast gets to plug something. So, Gabby, what would you like to plug? I would like to plug um, my Twitter, at Gabby Dunn, J-A-B-Y-D-U-N-N. Nice. I would like to plug... Um, Whoa, how many... What? No, okay, go ahead. You can borrow Ben's plug. <laughs> you can plug more than one thing. Yes, you can plug as many things as you one want. One serious thing, one joke thing. Well, which one was which? <laughs> My Twitter is serious. There's no jokes there. And <laughs> <clears throat> and my joke thing is, I guess I would like to to promote Eva Longoria's new show, Telenovela, which is... <laughs> which is certainly going to be canceled. Certainly going to be canceled, but whatever, Eva Longoria, you hot. Nice. Ben, anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, I guess I'll plug uh, San Antonio Spurs point guard Tony Parker. Oh, good one. Oh, Who rude. Was married to Eva Longoria probably wow. right around this time. And I like to think wow. that he probably inspired some of the plot lines about the uh, wow. inattentive <sighs> husband who's always going off and uh, getting to the conference finals every other year. <laughs> I can't believe you're promoting him, and she's so beautiful, you don't even care. Ben didn't say he, she wasn't beautiful. Ben just admires fundamental basketball. And I said that a bad behaving character is maybe based on him. Mm -hmm. That's almost like... A diss, except you promoted him. I heard Ben condemn Tony Parker. Just whatever, now, whatever, whatever. And the San Antonio Spurs. I will say... He's not exactly the focal point of the offense anymore. Oh my god! That's so. Okay, take great. that, Tony Parker. <laughs> take take that. Um, I'll plug my Twitter, which is oh god, it's Great White Hopra. Uh, parse that out. Gr the number eight, and then White Hopra. Um, one of those. You did that to word. yourself. I know it's it's not changeable. It's a long time ago. I've I'll plug that in my Tetris lamp, which sits on my desk and is, is a fun little toy and also light source. <laughs> I would also like to plug Google Whoa. image searching Eva Longoria because it's been real a real oh, yeah. pleasure. I, I think <clears throat> do some of that tonight. Uh, great. Uh, that'll do it for us here at Finale Rally. Uh, until next time, goodbye. And Ben, take us out. Keep on trucking. Keep on trucking.